Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. This is day 14 of the 30 days of 30 minute rows and today is what I'm calling a freestyle row. Okay, so this is really row your 30 minutes however you like. Now, my intention was that I was going to do this at 20 strokes a minute, but I was going to push the pace. So instead of doing it at 2K plus 18, I was going to push up closer to 2K plus 15, maybe even 13 or 14, depending on how strong I feel. However, because I did that one minute sprint at the end of day 13, I've ended up with a little bit of a kind of a tweaked intercostal muscle around my um, left rib. And in order to give that a little bit of a rest, what I'm going to do is drop the drag factor right down to zero. Well, not zero, but it's around about 88 on my machine. Um, and just stick to a standard 20 strokes a minute at whatever pace I can get out at that point that I feel comfortable with. So I'm still going to do it at 20 strokes a minute in case you want to follow along at the 20, but push it even, like do what I was intending to do about pushing the pace faster. So the rhythm's still going to be there, but I'm not going to do it that way. I might flip the sessions around so that then day 15 is going to be uh, the push pace if I have that in me. All right. So Basically, it is a freestyle row. You can do this as a time trial, whatever you want to do. But this is what I'm going to do in case you're wanting to follow along with me, okay? So we need to get into our four-minute warm-up first to be able to get through this. So let's start off by setting up our machine and go to your drag factor and set it where you want it to be. Now, like I say today, I've got mine all the way down at 88-ish. Um, I have a video on this YouTube channel which tells you what drag factor is in case you're interested with that. I have usually set mine around about 120, 125. Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye height so you're not having to look up and you don't have to look down. And finally, get your foot strap set so they cover the bottom lace of your shoe as a, as a good guide or over the balls of your feet. But regardless, the most they're the kind of a guide to start. The most important part is that you can come into the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? And then what that does is it allows you to get the full amount of force out from your legs. If you kind of get bound up and you can't quite get there, chances are your feet are too high. If you go shooting straight past that vertical position, chances are your feet are too low, okay? Right, so this warm-up's going to be run about 18 strokes a minute and we're going to do it at kind of... I don't know, 2K plus 30 pace if you want to do it that way, but it's enough of a push from your feet that you can feel the connection from your feet to your hands, all right? I'll explain more as we get into it. So, in three, two, one, let's go. So, the other thing to say quickly before I get into this is that this video was is getting recorded live on YouTube. And then I'm coming back and kind of doing like this little insert of actually recording this before I do the live row. Um, so yeah, just in case you wonder why I'm talking in different terms in the main session. But anyway, you want to think about your push with your feet connecting to your hands, okay? That's important that the timing as you push is the same with your hands picking up the handle. Or if you're using a, if you're doing this not on our grace on a concept too, if you're on a water rower or a, even if it's like a magnetic rower that you're using to row along with me on YouTube, the same thing applies that as you push your feet into the machine, you want your hands to pick up 
whatever generates the power in your machine. If you push too soon with your feet, what happens is your backside scoots away from underneath you, which loses you power from your legs and kind of hurts a little bit as well to your lower back. Or if you're the type that really pulls on the handle first, getting those big boulder shoulders in to force the flywheel, then what happens then is that you don't get that connection from the legs, you don't get a chance to snap your legs into it. So you lose power. Whereas if you can push your feet into the machine at the same time that the handle picks up the flywheel, and if you have kind of the optimal body position, oh, we've got people online. Hang on, I'll finish my wee bit first. The optimum body position of that forward lean and straight arms, then as you push with your legs, the power floods into the machine from your legs, allowing you to then swing over your back and pull in your arms to add power. Right, let's put one foot on the ground, continue rowing with just one leg strapped in. How are we doing for time? Right, we've got two and a half minutes to go until the race starts. We've got enough time to get through this warm-up, doing my normal single leg and arms only, body only stage of the warm-up. But if you want to stop early, then by all means do. Swap feet. Remember, because I'm rowing this on Erg Race live through YouTube, I don't actually know when the actual race, like, like I can't do a 3-2-1 countdown, is what I'm trying to say. So I'll just suddenly go, uh, we're about to start, and then I'll start. But if you're doing this on our grace, which Michael, I really hope you manage to get connected this week, if you're trying it. Um, if you're doing it on our grace, look at your screen, okay? Don't wait for me to go on YouTube <laughs> because there's a four second delay. Oh, I'm still going one leg, sorry. Right, let's just choose. <laughs> Body and arms only. This is why I re-record the intro for the main one I put into the playlist. Swing over your back, pull in your arms, out with your arms, back over your back again, okay? This is like rowing through air with the drag factor down to zero. One more. Roll into the front of the machine, arms straight, forward lean. And just press out with your legs, not too powerfully. I want you to try and just hold for this drill Hold this position, okay? So all you're thinking about is connecting with the machine from your legs to your arms in this position. Because the amount of people that come into the front and then do this as they drive. But you want to learn to get in this position as your legs connect to your hands. And that is four minutes up. And it's 55 seconds to go until the race is going to start. There's normally a little bit of delay while Sam deals with the actual start of getting everyone in the line so hopefully it's gonna be a little bit more than 45 seconds to go but um just you know so anyway all i was saying is that if you're doing this live on on our grace look at your screen on our grace uh, or on your your pm5 to tell you when to start don't wait for me on youtube because it's a four second delay and you'll be four seconds behind everybody uh right so who do we have michael skelton hello how are you good morning 
Omar C. It's 3 a.m. here in the colonies. What are you doing up at 3 a.m. if you've been out disco dancing all night? Darren Hughes, good morning. And of course, there's BeFit Michael. I really hope you managed to get in. Um, yeah, right, okay, so there's less than 10 seconds until uh, the race is supposed to start. I hope it's not going to start in two seconds because I'm about to have a drink. Right, excuse me, I will move the microphone. Um, Entries are closed, race setup is in progress. Sorry, it's bang on the nine o'clock this morning. Well done, Sam. Michael Skilton, C2 ordered two week wait on delivery. That's all right, those two weeks will fly by. Oh, my watch is saying, am I rowing? Yes, I am rowing. Right, this is, yeah, this is the fun part where I don't say much while we're waiting for stuff to go. Waiting for flyovers to stop in lane three. That's Mark Evans. Come on, Mark, stop your, stop rowing. Oh, hang on, I'm gonna put my hand up there. It looks silly just sitting here with it up in the air. Although now it's gonna say, <laughs> say go. I thought Mark actually, is he not side by side with Sam at Fitness Matters? Right, it's important. I mean, I, ah, there we go. Prepare to race is on screen. Oh, you can hopefully see that in the background. Sit ready. Attention. Oh, almost full started then. Go. Uh, right. So, like I said, because I have done something weird to my intercostals. I am rowing this at a much reduced drag factor, all the way down around about 88. And instead of worrying about holding a pace, I'm just using this to go through almost like a rehab row. So pace-wise, I'm a good, five seconds off what I want to be and I can still feel it just niggling a little bit but hopefully because this is nine o'clock in the morning I'll have the rest of the day today and most of tomorrow for it to recover too so so you can see it's a good time to talk about our grace actually in case you're not used to what a race setup is like. So there's four of us in this. As you can see, really. The little yellow boat looking things are where we are in the race because I'm down at 208 pace, as you can see on screen. I'm languishing behind. Now my PM5 in front of me just shows the leader and then where I am, fourth place, and then the person in front of me. So I can't see, like for instance, I can't see Sam. If there was someone behind me, I'd see that on screen as well, but because I'm last. But it's a good piece of race software, free from Concept2. The only thing really that's lacking right now is like a central hub to go to to find out where people have set up public races. So say I decided to set up a nine o'clock at night race hoping that people would find it and join in. 
yeah, I can post that across all of the socials. But really what you want is somewhere kind of like Ropro, where you can just go see what races are coming up over the next few days and plan your week. Hopefully Concept2 realize this and it's in development. So anyway, let's talk about rowing. It's quite interesting being down at minimum drag factor on this machine in that it does feel very, what's the right word? Well, light, I suppose. But the difference, if I miss that snap of my feet connecting to my hands, or if I swing my back too soon, like this, if I go and just break too quick, I just slow right down. I've gone from 210 pace to 215 with the same leg drive. Let's go back to normal. So I'm putting in the same perceived push from my legs, but because I have this forward lean and arm straight, that power is able to get up into the machine and the body position lets me hang off the handle to flood that power in there. I say flood. Is that the right word? Surge. Uh, um, But it's important, the forward lean and the hang, that moment where you feel the force going through your arms. And that's the key. The force goes through your arms as you drive with your legs. You're not putting force in with your arms. Does that make sense? I mean, hanging off the handle in a forward lean and straight arms, pushing with my legs, I can feel the tension as my hands connect to the handle. But it doesn't feel as though I'm pulling on the handle. If I was to really pick up early, engage my biceps and tug on it like this then well my pace goes up <laughs> maybe I've got it all wrong <laughs> no uh, but that's an example of the force being generated 
by your arms rather than the force flowing through your arms. And the point is that if you can push with the legs and then pull with the arms, and that's the part I'm not really doing today because of my slight intercostal issue, then you get legs power, you then get your back power as you swing from that forward lean into the back lean, and then you get arm power as well. So I mean, right, let's try, if I push properly, let's do a couple of strokes. Yeah, so that's me right off at the same pace that I was rowing at when I was joking about pulling with the arms being better. But the trick, or the, not trick, the, the key to remember here is you're trying to row with a technique that kind of protects you. And what I mean by protects is that it doesn't tire you out too quick and it doesn't injure you. So I think last night's 60 second row is a great example of how you can get injured quite easily. How I've tweaked my intercostal because I raised the drag factor up a little bit because at a higher rate that's a good way to get a little bit more pace out of the machine over such a short time but also at that higher rate because I was just trying to squeeze out as much power as I could my technique wasn't great I was really adding in upper body power mostly because of the higher drag factor to be honest rather than letting my legs take care of the power and so if you look back at the example of me just pulling out early with the arms although it was making me go faster than I'm rowing right now that's because I was putting in a lot of grunt through my arms to kind of to show off really right we're 10 minutes done um, but let's see this is a 30 minute row at 20 strokes a minute so that's if I stick to stroke rate the whole way that is 600 strokes now if I was to do that big early pull pull in order to try and get a little bit more pace out 600 times I would well even demonstrating it just then my shoulder issue I've got 
started to flare up. But even if through the process of doing it 600 times you didn't injure yourself, which is still likely, I mean, you're asking for, let's see, yeah, tennis elbow. I could feel it right down my forearms. So in my case, if I was to pull early with the arms for half an hour, I'd re-aggravate this shoulder injury from grabbing so hard at the front. I'd be on a one-way trip to tennis elbow and chances are I'd damage my biceps too. But that's if I could even manage it 600 times. I don't think I could because those muscles aren't really designed for like full power longevity. Your legs are, okay? Your legs and your lats, they're big and powerful. They're happy putting in a whack of power. So you push with the legs to add in loads of power and then you pull in elbows through handle into sternum height in order to use your lats at the back of the stroke and then those two they're like the workhorses of your body they're just gonna let you row and row and row with good power so it can seem I know we're not really talking proper technique technique today but I think this is a good day to be talking about it because I'm a little bit injured but you can watch someone who's rowing fast with a pretty weird technique and think well they're rowing fast and it's definitely going to be part of it due to their technique but it's easy to look at them and want to copy them but once again if you don't have a strong enough body to take it then you can end up injured and this isn't about I mean you'll find a lot of technique bores like me <laughs> although I, I'm not like this way but a lot of people will talk good technique with a view to how you can translate rowing on a rowing machine to being in a boat did you know you could do this on the water? yeah I know, madness it'll never take off <laughs> who would do that? who would drive for half an hour to go to a loch or a lake or a river get out all their rigging climb into a boat row for an hour and do it in reverse when you could just come out onto a rowing machine I jest of course but yeah so a lot of people will talk technique because they want it to be like rowing in a boat 
I talk technique because I want you to be safe. I want you to not get injured and I also want you to have the fitness capacity to get through the row you have in front of you. We're halfway there, Bon Jovi point, sing along. Whoa, we're halfway there. Hopefully I'm not living on a prayer with this rib thing though. Yeah, so I don't want you to get injured and I also don't want you to exhaust your muscles that having a weird technique like pulling early can do to you. Totally missed the leg drive there with that example. But then you can't discount the people that just go fast. I mean, I hope he doesn't mind me bringing him up, but Sam from Fitness Matters, who's running today's live row on our grace, doesn't have what you'd call a conventional on the water technique. It's kind of, if I can do it, he drives and then he finishes quite, he's deep and he's low with the handle. It's a very high finish with the handle and a very deep layback. <clears throat> but the truth is, Sam is one of the few people in the world under six foot tall who has rode a two kilometer time trial under six minutes. So nobody's gonna argue that Sam's technique doesn't make a Concept2 row machine go fast. It sure as heck does. And when you see him training, see him in other races, you can just see the power exploding from him into the machine. And Ken Costello sent me a video on Friday of one of the lightweight rowers at the 2020 World Champs who his technique he was very a lot slower stroke rate than the other ones but he was coming right into the front and then really really high finish really deep layback just trying to get maximum length out of his machine okay which again I was doing no more pressing with my legs but my pace jumped up by three or four seconds then mostly as virtue to just getting more length I've got the full chain almost out here And I've increased, yeah, that's a good four second increase. So you're like, why don't I do that? And the answer is because my lower back is in agony right now. 
well not agony, but I could feel the bones, my kind of L2, L3, just clicking away as I was doing that, because they really weren't happy with that, the, the power, obviously I can just lean back normally, but because you have the momentum going backwards, that you then have to stop yourself in that deep layback. The amount of force that that puts through your lumbar region is huge. Not to mention the amount of force that goes into your core from having to brace yourself so you don't just flop off the back of the machine like a salmon. And then that's only talking about your trunk, if you want to call it that. Oh, 10 minutes to go. You also have to look at what's going on with the arms. So if you finish high, it all goes into your forearms. Ooh, it's right in there. And your biceps and your delts. Your delts are your shoulders. Um, <clears throat> rather than your lats. Like I say, your lats and your back are big and powerful and designed to take this power whoosh through you. But your forearms, your biceps and your delts aren't really <coughs> designed to take repeated abuse that way. Especially when you're doing a 2K time trial, full power. <coughs> so say I was 30 strokes a minute, say even if it was seven minutes, that's 210 strokes and 210 abuse force into your arms. You have to be really strong in the first place to be able to, to, be able to take that force and not end up in injury. And it must be said, there are a lot of rowers that have this is the stroke that say, oh, I've had to take a break. I've hurt my lower back or I've got forearm problems or I've hurt my neck, etc., etc. Don't think I've heard of anyone having a hernia yet, but surely someone must have. So that's the trade-off. Yes, you can make the machine go faster if you have one of these exaggerated strokes. But number one, there's a chance you won't be able to hold that stroke through your entire row. But importantly, number two, there's a chance you're really gonna injure yourself and 
if you properly kind of hurt yourself, you're looking at six weeks or more recovery before you can row again. And so if you're not able to complete your rows and you have to take a six week break from rowing, where's the value in that? Whereas if you have a better technique, you can learn to use that te technique to go just as fast. I mean, I used to have, when I first started, quite a ropey technique. In fact, the form check Fridays I just did has me looking at my race in 2015 at the Crash Bees. This is before I'd ever thought about technique. And it's okay, but you can see that I come forwards, I drop, and I come up. I come forwards, I drop, and I come up. Now, because I was brute forcing with upper body strength, I still managed like a six, I think it's a 641 2K at that race. Still only came fourth. That was disappointing. But once I started to look into technique more and learned that you don't have to do this drop and rise thing and just have your handle going backwards and forwards in a straight line. And I learned about holding that forward lean as I push with my legs. It took a couple of months to drill it into me and to develop like the back muscles and things to be able to row properly like that. But within know, a year <clears throat> for well it wasn't it didn't take a year to get it right but a year later anyway I rode at the English indoor champs with this new stroke and was up at it was 637 I finished in so not only had I managed with a much safer technique and that's safer in terms of energy and injury and not not just matched my PB from the old poor technique but I'd taken four seconds off it because I was doing it the way I wanted to be doing it rather than just this random technique I picked up. So all I'm really saying is that it can be very attractive when you see the big boulder guys doing some really weird stroke but going very fast. But number one, you don't really need to be doing that. And number two, you're going to get injured if your body isn't prepared for it. 
like for the I might see if I can find other videos of this lightweight that I was mentioning so I did find it really intriguing she did come fourth in the lightweight world open championships so he was or is very strong and powerful but I don't actually know his background is he actually an on the water rower that has good technique for the water but just knows how to make a concept to go fast and I mean listen you look at him when he comes into his layback you can see his six-pack popping up through his t-shirt so this is what I mean about making sure that your body is strong enough to be able to deal with the power the force that it has to go through if you're doing one of those real deep layback rows so if I can find info about him and if I have any way to get in touch and ask I might at least talk about this on one of the forum check Fridays because it is a really hot topic it's not like I'm unaware of the fact that a lot of people will go a little bit slower at first when they start to think about just driving with the legs and then pulling with the arms at the back of the stroke rather than right now your stroke might well be that you pull with your arms pull as though you're rowing a viking ship but like I say it's all about protecting your energy system and your muscles because most people row like this to get a good workout to make sure that they put in a great cardio workout and a great muscle body workout too and that only works if you're able to complete your sessions at the same intensity whereas if you completely blow up because you're heaving at the stroke with a high drag factor all the time using your upper body then you're not really getting that benefit that's the other thing to quickly say about Crash B my drag factor for that was 185 so that's why I was heaving against the stroke last stroke there you go so I was a good kilometre behind Mark Evans who was in third place um, and Michael came first was Sam in it still? yeah yeah cool anyway there we go so sorry to I mean listen for the folks that are going to watch this again in the 30 days of 30 minute playlist um, oh, see there's ah oh, right I get it I get it so there's three other people you can see on screen now there's three other people that were doing that on a bike um, that's why they've got 15,000 meters that's quite cool um, so you see Matthew, Claudia and someone else at Fitness Matters uh, they were obviously all doing it on the bike arg and, that's, and they weren't showing up so when it was saying waiting for flywheels 3 to 7 and I was like there's only 4 of us that's why there we go right I am going to get into a 2 minute cooldown uh, let's just do this just row
it's a downside to everything being combined this way. Right, so two minute cool down. I'm gonna do this around about 18 strokes a minute again. I'm gonna pick a pace that I can just slide into a, a kind of a neutral uh, stop. So by the end of this two minutes, you wanna be rolling around about like in the three or four out of 10 effort. So start off around about five or six, ease off down into three or four so you can cool down, okay? We're gonna start in three, two, one, let's go. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, I can really feel, see now that I've stopped, even for that couple of minutes, talking to you there, I can really feel my lower back's like, what did you just do? We need to have words. Could you please stop demonstrating that poor technique? Because frankly, you have a history of putting me into spasm. So what do you think you're doing? I'm sorry, lower back, I feel bad. <laughs> and actually, I have to spend the next, what's the time? Yeah, I've got a, I'm off to play the drums for a new band this afternoon for three hours. And just from a position point, sitting on the drum throne, you really don't want a sore lower back to three hours of drumming. Fortunately, I don't think I need to use any muscles in my ribs. It did tweak a couple of times, but hopefully I didn't do any damage to it today. I will see as far as the 30 days or 30 minutes are concerned. I will take a look tomorrow when I wake up, see how I feel as to whether I will do the 20 strokes a minute pushed, push pace tomorrow. Right, up at 2K plus 15. If I'm still feeling a little bit of sensitivity in here, then I may have to just do a session where I tell you what to do, but I don't do it myself. This is at least, listen, we're almost halfway through this 30 days of 30 minutes. So that's what, 14 days in a row of rowing without taking a rest. There you go, that's my two minutes. Still in the cool down, you don't have to stop. You can keep on cooling down or you can get off and stretch and stuff. Um, yeah, so it's 14 days in. My energy levels, they seem okay. And actually it was the mistake of doing that one minute time trial yesterday. Um, with a poor, with, yeah, like a technique that wasn't really the best with a higher drag factor. That's what's done it. I don't learn very well. <laughs> I'm hard of learning. So yes, yeah, so <clears throat> uh, we'll see how, we, how things pan out tomorrow as far as uh, what I do, but yeah. Right, so there you go. Uh, so there you go, our grace is shutting itself down. You can see blah, it's up on screen. If you're watching this as the 30 days of 30 minutes, I apologize, I'll try and flick up. I'll kind of cut to um, when I am talking about our grace specifically at the beginning when I'm saying, oh, this is a good time to talk about our grace. I'll probably have cut to the live stream version of this um, just to show you what I was talking about because otherwise you've got my normal roll along graphics up at the top and you're like, what's he on about? But yeah. Um, yeah, cool, right, fine. So huh, hmm. that's the end of today, let's see. Um, ah, yeah, it's, Michael just said, sorry to hear about your rib. It's, it's fine, it's just, it's, it's like I've caught it before. I'm hoping I've caught it before it goes um, any worse. Uh, having had a history of, of uh, torn intercostals and kind of uh, stress fractures in my ribs, 
I know that kind of I'm at that precipice where if I go too hard too soon, it's going to go go on me and I'm going to be out for that four to six weeks. So that's why I did today's is a nice easy session. Um, <clears throat> Neil Fraser seemed to be online at one point. I don't know if you're still there, but hello. Um, yeah. So this, I mean, listen, this seemed to work. Uh, I had a few bun- a few people watch this on YouTube, so thank you very much for uh, popping along and uh, watching it. Hopefully, some of you rode along as well. Um, I'm assuming I'm, I mean it's probably a bad guess, but I'm assuming Michael that you were the Michael that was on. Uh, our grace as well. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. Um, if so, then great to have you here this week. Um, and I'm going to do it the, the the next week as well, which is what the what's, what's the date today? The 14th, the 21st, and then the 28th as well. So the same time, nine o'clock in the morning. Um, just get our grace on your phone or your iPad. It only works with the PM5 monitor. I'm afraid it doesn't work with the PM3 or 4 yet. Um, unless I, yeah, yeah. I think it's only PM5. Um, and yeah, and then you can kind of join in, or you can just call up the YouTube video and then just like not worry about it. And hopefully, today I spoke mostly about how to protect your body and how to not get injured when rowing. And to be honest, that's because it's very selfishly, that's because <laughs> of this rib thing, that's kind of what I'm going through right now. So uh, that's why I kind of leaned on more of that. But again, we are on day 14. I have spoken at length about the, um, yeah, it was you. Awesome. And a PB as well. Cool. Michael got a PB with that one coming in first place. Well done. Awesome. Um, I hope the race kind of environment is what helped with that um yeah uh so that's why i was talking about um protecting yourself against injury uh but i've spoken so much about technique over the past 13 days i kind of figured it was okay to have a day down where i wasn't kind of saying oh make sure you're moving but don't worry tomorrow's session i will go into if we are if i depending on how i do it it'll probably be back to a real kind of deep dive into making sure that we can think about where we are for our position because i need to think about it myself for um what to do with my intercostals so there we go that's us done today i will shut down we all we get this awkward moment where i'm i say goodbye then i have to keep on pressing (laughs) end stream and stuff on the video but yeah thank you so much for coming along and doing this one whether it was live on our grace whether it was live on youtube or whether you've just come back and watched the standalone video afterwards i really do appreciate you folks um being part of roll along because like i keep on saying i only make these because you folks watch them so um yeah if you keep watching i'll keep making them that's the enough deal isn't it and yeah and we'll all have fun together and they're always free it's not like and this is why i allow myself to mess up if you looked at was it day 12 of this when i was just all over the place with those 15 strokes a minute sections um which is just stupid um yeah uh just yeah these are for free we have fun together and we go we get fitter faster stronger together like the t-shirt says could you could you want anything else apart from maybe i don't know a nice beer afterwards, but I've stopped drinking, so... And it is half nine in the morning, so I'm not going to start <laughs> at this point. Anyway, right, I'm going to say goodbye. Sorry, I'm waffling. You all, uh, please look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.